welcome back to I Don't Care the Podcast. Today, we are going to have a conversation about a couple of things. Um, You guys actually wanted to, or you were interested in knowing about my opinions on relationships, romantic relationships more specifically. And so I figure, fine. I will talk about that. Uh, So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, But right now, Luna and I are just chilling on my bed. Ain't that right, Luna? She's just like, I put the microphone to her face and she was just shocked that I did that. She's still looking at me as if I almost like killed her. She's so beyond shock that I put the mic in her face for the people who aren't watching on YouTube. Um, If you don't know, I do my podcasts also on video on YouTube. If you're like me and you prefer to watch podcasts, then go to YouTube at I don't care the podcast. Probably throw Alexia Stefano somewhere in there if Google doesn't put my face on right away but yeah pretty much we're just chilling on my bed um we're gonna have a good time the weather is beautiful out uh spring is finally coming around the corner let's pray to god that the weather doesn't want to snow anymore let's see okay so today is nice 10 degrees wow hot uh, tomorrow is nice as well. Friday, Saturday, it's raining. Uh, Sunday, it's nice. Wow. Sunday's 11 degrees. And then Monday, we have a high of, tw- a high of 12. However, it's going to be raining um, until Wednesday. And then Thursday and Friday say it's going to be nice. Yeah, today is a beautiful day. Um, usually, Luna and I go to the dog park every day. But I think she's got something called the kennel cough, kennel cough, which is pretty much just like bronchitis for dogs. Um, So and it's very contagious to other dogs. So we are this is also my own self-diagnosis for her. But regardless, she's going to take it easy today. She's going to relax. She's going to, you know, do her own thing. And we don't want to get any other doggy sick, so we're staying home today to relax. So I can tell she wants to go outside because it's so beautiful out, but um, no, she's not allowed to go play with the other dogs or exert too much energy because, um, you know, when you have colds and the flu and whatnot, the best thing is just to rest and sleep it off, and so... She's just chewing her toy, and then she's going to sleep it off. I'm going to put the mic to her again. Say something. She's so uncomfortable by the mic. Okay, I'm sorry I did that. I won't do it again. Uh, She's, like, disgusted that I put the mic close to her. Okay, it's so funny. She's like a whole different dog. She's like, what the fuck is this black thing in my face? Um, Today's I don't care. God. You know what? On the topic of Miss Luna, I don't care that there's a huge fucking pee stain that's stinky on my bed and I'm sitting right on it. The thing with her is that she's perfect. But we all know perfection doesn't actually exist. So she has her moments. And one of her moments is peeing on my bed pretty much always as soon as I wash it. And this is a duvet and there's a duvet cover. And the duvet is too big to put in the wash. So the few times that I have washed it, it's been in the bathtub and then into the dryer. And that's a whole process. It takes forever. It's really exhausting. I hate doing it. And washing the duvet cover, it's easy, but then putting the duvet cover back on the duvet is, like, where the challenge comes in. 
And I found this like two person method that works really well, which is pretty much I just go inside the duvet, um, have it flipped inside out. And then my mom ties the duvet to the strings of the duvet cover. And then I like come out of the inside of the duvet and it works out. But the problem is that like it's hard work. And it's exhausting to do. And it takes like a whole day to wash it. And and that's just like the duvet cover. If I wash the duvet, it can take a couple days. Truly. Because the thing in the bathtub, I like bleach it all. That takes hours to do. And then to properly dry it in the dryer takes another few hours to do. And then it's different loads because I can't like have the duvet cover and the sheets and stuff in the same dryer so I have to do it all separately so then sometimes I don't even like have it ready at night and I have to then do more shit so the whole point is I would love to get my duvet cover dry cleaned sorry my duvet dry cleaned I really really want to but Luna has a habit of um marking her territory on my bed it's not like a thing she does she doesn't pee on my bed it's not she doesn't do it often at all it's literally just when it's clean she needs to like remember that she can be on here so she fucking pees it's awful she doesn't pee any other time on the bed ever it just when it's freshly clean and it's exhausting because i'm like i just spent hours if not days getting my bed beautiful and clean and it's white just for her to like have to mark her fucking territory on it and then me be frustrated because I'm not going to go through the whole process again so I have to like sleep with a stinky gross bed and so I threw her blanket on the bed so I'm not fucking smelling the pee but it's I hate it that's my I don't care is my duvet and Luna peeing on it. It's just frustrating. It's frustrating. Um, I also want to update you guys because last week I was telling you about my mom's surprise birthday party and how I was having everything um, planned and how I was organizing everything and how it was all going. But obviously, when I was recording last week's podcast, it was before the party even happened. And this week, now that I'm recording it, the party has happened. And I do know what happened and I do know how it went and all that. So I would be doing you guys a disservice if I didn't explain, you know, part two of how my mom's surprise birthday party went. So... Uh, pretty much, I, if you guys remember me telling you how we were having a whole problem with the balloons being blown up and how there were, you know, reasons upon reasons of why these balloons couldn't be done and whatnot, they, they didn't make it. The balloons didn't make it. There were no balloons at my mom's birthday party. You know, the big five zero balloons that are at every birthday party if you're 18 there's a 1-8 balloon like you know the balloons the big balloons there were no big balloons thankfully Cassie and I made the boxes with the balloons inside otherwise there would be like no other decoration um I had some 5-0 lights that I bought again without that there'd be nothing so Thankfully, there was at least something because I'm a prepared gal, Um, but I was disappointed that the balloons weren't there because, um, first of all, I paid for them. Second of all, it's not hard to do. Third of all, um, they would have been very cute and added a nicer element to the photos. Um, Plus, it's just like you have balloons at a birthday party so they weren't there they didn't make it um I haven't gotten any of it back I'm hoping to do that to get that stuff back because I did pay for it and 
even though they say five and zero, you know, eventually someone's going to turn 20, me, and eventually someone's going to turn 25, my brother. And, and so, um, you know, it'll be nice to have the balloons. What? Yeah, it'll be nice to have the balloons so we can use them in the future. You can't return them, so I would just like to have them. Um... What else? Well, I guess the actual surprise party I haven't even gotten into. I'm like, what else could I talk about? Uh, how about the whole entire night? So let me actually start with the day because it was a very fun, interesting day. So in the morning, we had breakfast. My mom made... No, that was Sunday. So yeah, we just had like whatever. I had my usual shake. You don't care what we ate for breakfast. And then we got ready, and as we were getting ready, I could hear my mom on the phone with someone who was supposed to be a party goer. And again, this is a big surprise. She doesn't know nothing. She might have her own suspicions, but like she doesn't know anything. And um, I can hear her kind of like the tone she was talking in made me feel. You okay? Made me feel that she knew something was going to happen. Like, I I felt like she knew just by the way she was talking to this person on the phone. And so then I stormed to my brother and I'm like, she fucking knows. And he's like, no, she doesn't. I'm like, she fucking knows. And I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe she doesn't. Whatever. I continue getting ready. We go. We get our nails done. I got like this... I don't know how to describe it, so I'm just going to say, like, macaroons. Like, it gives me macaroon vibes. It's like a dark purple. No, it's not, though. It's like a dark pink with, like, a hint of purple. It's like, um, it's a fucking macaroon. It makes me feel like it's a macaroon. We just went to go get our nails done, and then after we got our nails done, we went to the mall because we had a... Uh, hair appointment um and we go to the mall we had some time to stall so we go to sephora because my mom wanted to check out the perfumes and see all of that so we went and then as we were there she decided that she actually wanted to get her makeup done for tonight um or for the night. So we book an appointment for after a hair appointment for her to get her makeup professionally done. Then we go get her hair done. We're there for maybe like 45 minutes, an hour tops. Um, my mom left looking beautiful. Her hair flawless. Her hair shiny, gorgeous. And I looked like I woke up straight out of bed. My hair felt gross i asked for volume but she gave me like knots um it looked the curls were awful i asked for bouncy and she gave me like clumpy there was no bounce well it was bouncy i guess but again it was like it was like a big knot It, it felt like like it wasn't good um so my we go uh, to get my mom's hair or sorry my mom's makeup done, and when we leave we come home. I do my makeup, then we brush through my hair, pretty much to get it like fresh, and we just curl it ourselves. My mom did it for me. It didn't look great because like. The way the hairstylist did my bangs was awful. Like, that was the worst part. Because, like, I have curtain bangs that are growing out, so they're quite long. And you do, like, this swoopy thing with a blow dryer that, like, is supposed to, like, connect the curls and make it look really pretty. And she didn't do that. She didn't, I don't know what she did, but she, like, made them go straight. And, like, not connect to the rest of my hair. It just it looked bad. Like, I'm not going to lie. It looked bad. Um, My mom's hair, again, looked great. 
I don't know what happened to me, but I looked worse when I left than when I went in. Um, still tipped. Still, I didn't complain. I didn't say nothing. I said, thank you, looks great, and I left. Because, you know, to each their own, but to my own, I hated it. And my mom didn't like it. Francesca was like, why do you look like a watermelon? Um, pretty much it didn't look good at all. Uh, you know, my best friend's like, ooh, yikes. It didn't look good. I was not going to leave my house to go to like an event with hair, like how it was looking. Um, so yeah, we redid it and it looked better, but it still didn't look great because of the, uh, because of the the fucking whatever she did to my bangs but we made it as good as it could be my makeup looked good uh i love simple makeup my mom's makeup looked great she got like a smoky eye bronze kind of look she was going for like j-lo and so it looked really good um the makeup artist did a great job on her and my nails too like the girl who did my nails left my thumb and some of my other nails so crooked like unbelievably crooked i went in obviously and filed it myself but she didn't do a great job either pretty much it just wasn't my day like it was like the universe was like you can do all this shit by yourself why why pay and because you're paying we're gonna make everything look bad so yeah everything looked bad um I mean the nails are lasting which is better than I can say the last salon I went to did um and so that was kind of like the getting ready process I put my outfit on it was a gorgeous 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 outfit I we all packed up the car we went in we drove um and as we're driving of course there's freaking traffic uh because going to downtown vancouver there's just always gonna be traffic uh so we were late i said that we would be at the restaurant at like 7 15 and we didn't get in until like just after 7 30 which isn't a big deal for a lot of people but for me i like to be punctual and i like to be on time and had had there been no traffic, we would have been. And I know you leave early, but the thing was like, I didn't want to leave early because I didn't want to get there early. Because if we got there early, then that would like ruin the surprise. So it was important to get there late, but I didn't want to get there like late, late, which is what I felt like we got there at. So we get in, I'm like texting everyone like walking in, we're walking in. And I'm walking, walking, walking. I'm like, reservation for Alexia. And they're like, IDs, please. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I wasn't going to bring my bag cause, or my wallet because, like, you know. But thank God I did because, obviously, like, if you're going to go into a fucking nightclub, you're going to need one. Um, I just forgot because it was a restaurant. But I had mine, gave it to them. We got, you know the stamps that they put on your hand and then we finally walked in and everyone you know was recording and like they screamed surprise and like I said I knew my mom knew because first of all she didn't cry now if it was a total surprise she would cry because that's just like in her nature um I mean I guess she looked surprised from my perspective I couldn't tell but uh, I guess some people said she did. I don't know. But people were definitely surprised that she didn't cry at the surprise. Um, so that was like a telltale for most people that she knew something, something. Uh, and that was because of that phone call she had in the morning. The person wasn't able to make it and was like, sorry, I'm not going to be there tonight. And that's like a that's a dead giveaway. So that's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, didn't matter. She had her rounds. She said hi to everybody, you know, immediately like taking pictures with everybody. I brought my camera. So I was photographer of the night. I had so much fun because I always record video with my camera. I almost forgot that it does pictures as well. And the pictures actually turned out really good. Bless you. 
And thank God I did bring my camera because the light in there was green. Like it was just like a green light. And so all the pictures on the phone look really bad. But the ones on my camera look beautiful and perfect. So that's a good thing I did bring it because the pictures turned out really, really nice. Um, so, yeah, we're there. Everybody's saying hi to her. She's so happy. Um, she's so happy to see everybody there. Uh, she's like, oh, no wonder, you know, everybody wasn't invited to the other surprise because, like, you know, this is the big one. Um, and I ordered quesadillas as she's making her rounds, and I ordered her and I um, a pina colada each. And I did end up having two pina coladas. However, they were not good because they ju- they were pina colada on ice. It wasn't blended in the ice. So it wasn't actually like a nice pina colada. It was literally just like pineapple juice and vodka with ice in it, it felt like. So I'd, I'd rate those pina coladas really low, like maybe a 2 out of 10. The second one I had was like a 0 out of 10. There was literally like pineapple bits and pieces inside the drink. So it was clumpy and gross. Um, I had a whiskey shot. Everybody had um, a lemon drip, I think is what they're called. A lime drip, lemon drip, something drip. And I don't like any alcohol except whiskey for shots. It's the only thing that goes down nicely. So everybody had their lemon drop thing and I lemon drop, not lemon drip, lemon drop. And I had my whiskey shot and and they bring like all the shots in this airplane and it's really cool. So they're like blowing these whistles and like dancing in with this airplane full of your shots, uh, which is it's a fun experience. It was fun. The Latin music was pumping. Everything was good. We had the reggae on. It was good. They had like uh, salsa dancing where they had an instructor teach how to salsa dance. So my mom had so much fun with that. Uh, Her favorite music is Latin music. So she was just bumping to the music all night as we all were. Uh, It felt like we had our own section, which was nice. They did ask us to move tables a couple of times which was annoying. So then I was just like, well, if you're going to have us move tables, then I'm going to have to tell you to not charge me for the cake cutting fee. So they got rid of that, which was cool, except that was like only 20 bucks. So it literally didn't even like matter. Um, and then we we did cake. The cake was gorgeous. Um, if you're looking for cakes and you're in the Vancouver area, uh, Karina Stefano fantastic cake um very beautiful very very beautiful um and then yeah we cut it we sang happy birthday we were off we were off because I started singing happy birthday and I was like try to get everybody into it but I guess because it was so loud nobody was like hearing me sing so I started like tapping on people and I'm like come on let's sing and then as I'm like halfway through the song they started the song at the beginning but I didn't know because we're all singing happy birthday so I was like cool they're jumping in where I'm at but they didn't they started from the beginning so all of a sudden I'm like happy birthday dear Yola happy birthday to you woo and I start like yeah and everybody is still like happy birthday to you so I finished as they were still going and then they finished like 10 seconds after me and then they all cheered and it was a disaster of a song. If you mess up happy birthday, there's something special about you and um, I messed up happy birthday so I guess there's something special about me. But we, she blew the candles, we cut the cake, we passed it around, everybody ate it then there was more dancing, more chit-chatting, more shots. That was that. It was a really fun night. We didn't get to bed until like 2.30, um, my mom and I. And we, she, yeah, she had so much fun. She loved seeing everybody. I invited some people that she hadn't seen in years and years and years. 
So it was nice for her to catch up. Uh, and we, yeah, we just had a good time. It was, I think it went great. Um, obviously, I think it would have been better with the balloons there. What can we do? Um, but overall, it was it was a great execution. Uh, photos are fantastic. The Her outfit was great. She looked perfect. My outfit was good. My hair just wasn't what I wanted it to be. Um, and yeah, we had a, we had a fantabulous time. So that's everything surprise related. My mom, yeah, she was like, I had such a good time. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed myself. You could tell she did. I had a good time. It's not often that I have a good time out in public, but I did. I had a good time. Um, yeah. So happy 50th. All the birthday celebrations are over for you until next year no until my birthday actually because i'm i'm next so until my 20th everybody i do not want a surprise birthday party um for anything maybe when i'm 50 i'll want one but for now uh, i don't it would be a great surprise birthday party we we'd have my mom my brother cassie and he what Oh, and, and and one other person who I, I'm just not going to say their name, but a beautiful surprise birthday party of five because those are the only people I'd want invited. So I don't want a birthday party. Um, Yeah, that's birthday stuff. Now let's get into relationships. But I'm not really in the mood to talk today. That's the thing that sucks. Like yesterday I was in the mood to talk, but I didn't record my podcast um which I should have because today I'm not in I'm not in the mood to talk or like get dolled up and look nice um and here I am recording the podcast so my apologies if the sound like if I just sound really awful but um or if this is a boring episode I'm just like not in the mood to talk today um and when you have a podcast you have to talk it's like it's not an option to not talk we can sit in silence but nobody wants to listen to that so um we're not gonna sit in silence instead we are going to talk about my opinions on relationships now i think it was something people wanted to um, sort of get my opinion on or just hear my thoughts because I don't view relationships like a lot of people do. I'm not someone who is romantic. I don't romanticize pretty much anything. If if I do anything, I dramatize things. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna be murdered. Oh my god, you're gonna get killed this is gonna happen to you something terrible is gonna happen i'm not like you're gonna fall in love and live happily ever after i'm like you are going to get skinned so that's that's part one of my brain i also you know lots of people in envision their wedding days and what their partners are gonna look like and what their wedding dress is gonna be and how the venue is gonna look and their decoration and what the theme of their wedding is gonna be and you know what their kids are gonna be like and their names and taking them to school and making them food and whatever the fuck you think about and I don't think about any of that I don't think any of that is interesting I don't think any of that is like at all what I want in my life if I think about having children it's it honestly like I can feel like a gag coming up like I don't like the idea of it at all like having screaming little like gross like they're gross children are gross but that's not this episode this episode is not about why I don't want kids or why I don't like kids maybe next week can be about that this week is about relationships so um for me I don't think I don't think these things are like um, you can have one or the other. However, I choose to put my focus on my career over relationships. I know a lot of people choose to focus on relationships first. They want to find someone. They go on dates and they are on dating apps and 
they want to find their happily ever after their true love their one they want that spark they want like that first meeting to be whatever like people people put so much time and energy into finding the love of their life and I just don't I think if I put energy into that then like that's gross for me personally like that's just like it it's exhausting that seems like so much exhausting work like I'm gonna do all these things to see if someone's compatible with me or not like no I'm in no rush I have no interest in settling down like ever maybe when I'm like 40 I'll decide that you know maybe kids are in my future but no no so I prefer to put all my energy and time into my career and I'm a very independent person which could also play into you know my choices but a lot of the times women especially but we're not going to get into equality but just women especially get you know more criticism or eyes looking at them when they do choose to you know build an empire for themselves versus have a husband or a wife and children or you know fall in love with whomever they fall in love with it's more of a like why are you doing that or like why whoa that's weird like you're doing that like what about the kids what about the relationship and I just like I literally don't fucking care about that like I think that's the biggest thing we're gonna take away and everything I'm about to talk about is like I just don't care to do it I don't care to fall in love I don't care to have children I don't care to like date I don't care to do all of that stuff it just it sounds so exhausting and why put energy into something you don't give a fuck about versus something for me like my career which is so important to me and and the forefront of my brain and like all the decisions I make you know affect my career one way or another so that's what I like to focus on I also do have a child I have a child named Luna so I parent Luna and I love being a dog mom and I only will want to ever be a dog mom I'll, I'll probably have 90 dogs and that's fine that's perfect and they can you know be live my career with me and they'll only you know they only care about me and I only care about them and that's how it should be children they care about themselves and I also care about myself so this is it's not it's not gonna work um yeah so I I prefer to focus on my career at least like if we're talking realistically here I believe for me that focusing on my career and focusing on myself and like where I want to be and stabilizing my life and you know building my own income and and just I think what I'm trying to say is a lot of the times and there's no right way to do anything but this is all like we're all talking about my thoughts and my opinions here there's I'm not saying if I don't do something or I think something that the opposite is wrong that's not true at all I'm just saying for me and my personal life I believe that a lot of the times it's done opposite of how I want my life to go lots of people have the kids and the relationship and then they focus on their career but then they kind of can't really focus on their career the way that maybe they'd want to because they have obligations and responsibilities aside from themselves and for me that's like that's so like a no-brainer in focusing on myself first like I'm young I'm 19 you know I'm not trying to have that I'm trying to make money I'm trying to live out my dreams. I I am living out my dreams and I am making money from time to time. Um and that my happiness, my happiness stems from my career, not family. And that's just like how it's been for a long time and I think that's how it's always going to be 
obviously things can change and I'm never I'm never saying no to anything like I'm not I'm not like this is how it's gonna be or nothing at all I'm just saying my career comes first and I also think people hold way too much expectations on dating it's it's they're like I need to fall in love I need to have this spark I only want to first kiss if the feelings are right I only want to do this if I can if this person thinks that they're they're ready to get married and have children and I think of course like at a certain age you do need to have those expectations but I think when you're young like when you're in your 20s or even early 30s there's it's too much it's way too much expectation to go on a date with someone a stranger right like the thing is you're going on a date with a stranger probably and you're 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 setting expectations in your head like if this guy or non-binary or woman doesn't have or give me the sparks and we don't instantly fall in love, then I'm not going to give them another chance. Like, what? How about you, like, get to know them first and don't go off a feeling? Because what if feelings develop? Why Why do people want them to be so instant? You know, Luna, like, why do people want to go on dates, right, and have, like, an instantaneous love and and relationship and feelings like that's not how it works sometimes the stars align and that can happen but a lot of the times you need to like take your time and get to know somebody what if you do fall in love with someone in the first date and then you realize that they're like a gym bro what are you gonna do then buy a membership but um i just think I just think there's so many unwritten expectations that people have that actually become toxic because if you are, okay, there's a difference between good expectations and bad expectations. Good expectations, at least in my opinion, are I want someone who will treat me right. I want someone who will go hiking with me these aren't my own personal things I don't do hikes but anyways you have like expectations of what you want to feel in a relationship or or what you want your partner to possibly be like but my issue with expectations and where I think they become too much is when you're putting so much pressure on the simple dating stuff when really you should be getting to know each other and and seeing each other's vibes versus like if I go on this date tonight and it is not fireworks and picture perfect Hollywood movie Hallmark style, then I'm giving up dating. And I think a lot of the times, these days at least, a lot of people put those kind of pressures on dating and each no, each rejection, each heartbreak, each, you know, singleness, whatever the fuck, it maybe makes people feel like giving up. And I think that stems from all the expectations. Like if you're just going into a date, and I'm talking about first dates here. If we're going into a, a first date with all those pressures and expectations you're gonna be so in your head you're gonna forget to like know someone and get to know them and and understand them and you're gonna forget to listen when they're speaking because you're so caught up in is this going how I want it is this this is this this, and I've never been on a date so you know I'm I'm not speaking on experience. I'm speaking on what I've seen on TV, what I've heard, what social media presents. Um, And it's just like, it's not okay. I think you need to have a more go-with-the-flow approach when it comes to dating and being in a relationship. Because if you're so stuck on this is the perfect guy and this is the perfect relationship you're just never you're never gonna find that person 
or you might and then one day eventually they're gonna break your heart or you're gonna break theirs because just like something was missing or something was wrong so I think I think having a more open mind and a go with the flow personality without feeling like this is the end all be all because it's not dating isn't who like there's no rule book that you're gonna find your lover dating like on a, on a date it could be they're already at work with you or you're gonna accidentally bump into them on the street one day or you're gonna have a girl meets world moment where you're on a subway and then the subway abruptly moves and you fall into the lap of someone like you never know what the universe is holding for you so it you don't have to stress so much about dating because if you do then fuck no one's gonna want to be with you because then you're just uptight nobody likes uptight people like a lot of the people who are in the best relationships at least that I've ever seen we have Megan Trainer and Daryl uh um there's John Legend and Chrissy Teigen you can have your opinions on them but they're a cute couple we have um, all the couples you know whether it be famous people or personal people they all fell in love when they weren't expecting to fall in love they all found their person when they weren't looking for their person and that goes for career as well. When, you know, you, when you let go at least a little bit and you realize that not everything is under your control and that you can't fabricate everything and that you can't plan everything and that not everything's going to go exactly how you want it to go. Usually that's when things fall into place for you. So I think a lot of the times that if you are going to find that perfect someone for you, it's probably when you're not looking, which only makes it better because then it's like a fluke. And that's what that's what's cute. Like, I think a lot I think a lot of the times when I share my opinions and like my thoughts on relationships, people think that I'm not open or that I never want to be with someone like obviously I want to fucking you know, fall in love with someone and have that. I'm just saying I don't want to get married and I don't want to have children. Like marriage for me, it feels like jail. It feels like if you're going to get married and commit to someone financially, personally, and all of the things, you don't got to get married because like why? Why trap yourself like that? It feels like it would be suffocating um, even if you're head over heels in love for someone, like, I feel like you don't need to get married to be in a happy relationship. I feel like marriage ruins a lot of relationships. And why do you want to be a part of a st- statistic that is you're either going to work or you're not? You're 50 per chance. You have a 50 per chance. Oh my God. Per chance? Percent. You have a 50% chance of succeeding or fa- failing. Why do you want to put yourself in that bubble of you're either going to make it or you're not? Because that's what marriage is. I would rather have a common law marriage, still have a prenup, and, you know, you don't feel suffocated. And if you need to have a break, you can. If you need to explore, you can. If you need to spend some time away from each other, it's not, like, legally messy. And you can do it. And you don't have, like, I feel like when you're married so many more problems arise but if you never get married maybe those problems won't arise I'm not saying you're gonna have a perfect relationship if you're married or not I'm just saying like I don't want to get married I think it's like too much I think there's way too much pressure on it people you know treat marriage differently and I don't want to be treated differently I want to be treated the way that we were treated when we were not married so let's just not be married um so it yeah it's not that I don't want to find my person and have like a best friend to live life with obviously I do regardless of their gender I don't care but I'm also 
not looking and I won't force anything and um yeah lots of people are not in a good personal space to date either because there's you know there's so much jealousy if you're a jealous person it's probably because you're insecure and if you're an insecure jealous person you you're not ready to date so don't because you're wasting everybody's time uh honestly just like work on yourself get therapy and when people say work on yourself and get therapy that it's not a diss it's if you are looking for something and it's not happening for you and you're also you know jealous insecure needy you're all of those things like there is an underlying reason wouldn't you want to get to the bottom of it wouldn't you want to work through it so you can be the best partner that you can be so you can live the happiest life that you can live for me it's a no-brainer um I think a lot of people want to get in relationships just because they want to think of someone else they want to take care of someone else they want to put their focus on someone else they want someone else to take care of them to tell them that they're beautiful that they're funny that they're you know everything that a human should be when shouldn't you like feel those things on your own before you date why do you need someone to tell you those things you should believe them yourself if you don't then you know I think I would question if I was ready or not, if I wasn't happy with myself. Now, obviously, insecurities are going to happen. Jealousy is going to happen. Neediness is going to happen. You know, self-doubt is going to happen. Like, all of those things are fucking natural and what makes humans humans. Like, someone who tells you they're never insecure is lying straight to your face and is probably actually very insecure. Um... Because insecurities are so natural. We all have them. We all have our days where we feel like we are Beyonce. And then we have days where we feel like we're the ugliest, most unwanted people in the whole entire world. That's literally the way of the life. So it's not that you should never feel insecure. You should never feel bad about yourself. or you're sh- You should never be jealous. Because those things are going to happen. Those feelings are going to happen. But it's most of the time how do you feel how are you majority of the time um i think that's where it's really important and then those days where it is tough you want to make sure that you can hold your own but if you are in a relationship you want to make sure that that partner is also down for those dark days as well because it's not all beautiful it's not all light a lot of the times it's harder than not Again, I know I just said that it shouldn't be, but like realistically, life throws curveballs and sometimes you don't know why something made you upset, but it did. So it's how you deal with that and it's how you overcome that personally. But also if you are in a relationship, how you both overcome that and how you both work it through and how you both communicate and talk about it. So my overall opinion on relationships is that I don't think lots of people do them right. (laughs) there's like no fucking wrong or right way to do it but I feel like a lot of the times they're not right like they're not done right communications off people don't feel good about themselves most of the time people rush into things people have all these expectations people's heads aren't actually there like Francesca from the perfect match too hot to handle and, and whatever else she was on she's not ready for a relationship she's not she shouldn't be on these shows because some people like Dom are actually ready to settle down. And then we have people like Francesca who are fake ass bitches. So um, don't be with a fake ass bitch. Don't be a fake ass bitch. Only commit when you're ready to commit. Don't commit if you're not ready to commit. Don't force your life path things are gonna happen on their own if you don't want kids don't have kids okay um pro-choice over here literally do whatever the fuck you want to do hold true to what you do know that there's dark times know that there's good times um but overall i think relationships are overrated 
I think relationships are overrated because most relationships are like average. They're like not great, at least around me. I, I don't see many good relationships. So um, I literally said, what, three I strongly believe in two couples, Megan Trainer and Daryl, Colleen Ballinger and Eric. If I don't have a partner like that, I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm just saying it. If I don't, <laughs> I'm laughing because that's me putting expectations on things. But it's not so much where I'm like, if I don't find a man who does this or a woman who does this, then I don't want them. It's more of like their relationships they're happy in and that we can all agree it's not putting pressure and it's not an unrealistic expectation to want happiness and I'm all for finding happiness in whatever that means for you and I think a lot of the times which is unfortunate people try to force happiness in relationships because they don't want to be alone you should be good to be alone and that's literally the extent of it. So on that note, I'm going to end off saying if you're in a relationship, if you're not in a relationship, if you put your career first or you don't, you want kids or you don't, you put pressure and expectations on dating or you don't, it all doesn't fucking matter because at the end of the day, you're probably going to find that person when you're not looking and your career is going to settle down when you're not looking and you're not fighting and um at the end of the day we need to care less and that's a reminder we all need to hold on to every single day um it's not an easy one i say it (laughs) it's not fucking easy at all um i don't know what this episode was like i feel like i passed out so i'm so sorry if this sucked i was just not in the mood to talk and um this episode I'm definitely forgetting to say a lot of things but yeah the just of my feelings on relationships is like I don't want to do it unless it's um unless it feels right so goodbye thanks for listening until next week (laughs)